Ashe, guys and goddesses. You're listening to the Wandering Goddess Experience podcast featuring the wandering goddess herself, that's me, and Wildflower. I wanted to remind y'all that we are always looking for fearless leaders to join the goddess panel. If you're looking to clear your throat chakra, this is the place to be. Connect with us on IG or Facebook. Info in the show notes. Peace. Hey, guys and goddesses, it's your girl, Sister Davis, a.k.a. The Wandering Goddess, and we have... It's your girl, Wildflower, and we're here. We have a loaded house today. We got a couple (laughs) special guests today. We do. We have... It's four of us on the panel today. Well, two two new people on the panel. I'm so excited. Yes. So first we have, uh, one is my sister, Jasmine. Jazz, say hey. Introduce yourself. (laughs) <laughs> hi, hi everybody. How Chelsea just said, I'm her sister. So my name is Jasmine. Um, I don't know if anybody's fancy like this. I know we're talking about zodiac signs. So um, my sun sign is Cancer. Uh, my moon sign is Aquarius, and I'm a Scorpio rising. Mm, I'm a Scorpio rising too. Yay! See, <laughs> got some Scorpios and, in here. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord. And then- <laughs> <laughs> And then we have another guest with us today, my longtime friend, Melissa. Melissa, introduce yourself, girl. Hi, everybody. My name is Melissa. Um, I'm 27. My sign, my sun sign is Virgo. So obviously, I'm the most responsible one in the group. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The (laughs) know-it-all. Gotta be. Um, My moon is Taurus, and my rising is Cancer. Ooh, Ooh okay. 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 We got a little we got a little variety in here. <laughs> we do. I love it. I love it. I connect with both of y'all. I got Scorpio in my chart. I got Taurus, of course, in my chart. Love it. No cancer, thank God. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stop. Everybody Listen, needs a little bit cancer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, cancers are some of the most important people in my life are cancers. It's just, you know, that sensitivity, trying to act like y'all ain't sensitive. That's what it be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, okay. So I'm so happy to have you ladies on the on the goddess panel today. First, let's start with how y'all doing? How y'all doing? For real, how you doing? I'm doing great. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I've been doing great. I think I've been doing so great. I'm getting on Jess's nerve about how positive I'm being. <laughs> like, definitely. Like, yeah, like, she's, uh, she definitely she, has. I think she's like, what's wrong with you? Have you been smoking? I've just been in a real positive state. And it's so, I think it, it's starting with my sister out for a second. Like, what? like, who is this? Yeah, I've just been in a real positive state. I don't know. And I don't know if it's because I've just been in that positive state. Positive and great things have been happening for me. But I, mm, I can have to look good. Okay. Listen, we're about to go to church. All right. <laughs> Yeah, this this week been pretty cool. Um, this been on autopilot like for me. Um, you know, I was telling Chelsea earlier. I don't know because of the Virgo full moon. You know, I released a few things. You know, once you re- you release a few things, it could be a little bit draining. Mm-hmm. You know, so just trying to stay grounded. Work has kept me busy. So glad it's Friday. Okay. I say that. Yes. Thank God it's <laughs> Friday. Absolutely. I, I'm doing pretty good, honestly. I was a little bit drained, honestly, not going to lie. Maybe two weeks ago, 
ago. My mom came to visit for a week recently. She just left on Tuesday. And that was like the reset that I really needed. Honestly, Aww, I felt like beautiful. focused. I felt like I just felt a lot more productive. So I'm glad that we had that time. Oh, that's beautiful. So. That's beautiful. Okay, while we on that topic, we're gonna go, we're gonna take it back to you, Jazz. Uh, the Goddess Vibe. What's the top three songs or top three albums? I don't care how you want to do it that's, that you want to identify today. Top three. Um, I'm going to go with genre, like for me. So, okay. uh, top one, I've been in some, into some 90s R&B lately. So, mm, most of them I play with. So, some good Mary, some good, you know, bass, things of that nature that has been on my playlist uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Afro Beats is always in my playlist. So some good whiz kids, hymns, um, things of that nature. Um, I just love Afro Beats. I just love reggae, any type of music like that. It just brings a sense of calming like to me. Mm. Um, so always been, you know, like a reggae Afro Beats like said. Um, and then lastly for me, uh, been playing some jazz. Um, I grew up with that that's where I got my name from um so jazz has really been heavy in my household since you know childhood so if I had a long day if it's been draining I might play some you know Miles Davis or Coltrane or Billy Holiday and that can just set the mood for me so uh that's been my top three I uh, love it. Y- y'all sure y'all ain't got no sister that was like adopted or something? Cause <laughs> <laughs> I don't hey, think I might be y'all sister. Know. Hey, Mariah. <laughs> one thing I would say, Mariah, we find out about new siblings a lot. <laughs> so. I think I might be a flower. Is <laughs> 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 that something we have in common? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Melissa, what? what you been listening to? Um, so I just honestly went to my like songs on Spotify and I'm trying to see what are something that I've been playing a lot. So Ari Lennox, just in general, I feel like is always on my playlist, especially when yes. I unwind. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's my go-to. My wash day playlist is 50% Ari Lennox. Like, that's my perfect relaxing playlist. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, Callie just dropped uh, an EP or an album, something that came up on my Spotify the other day. And there's this song called Toxic Chocolate. And I'm not going to lie, I am feeling it. Oh, I'm going to have to download that. I got yeah, to add that to the here. Yeah, I got to find that one. It was a vibe. Okay. Um, my last one, I'll say my mom was just visiting. So we were listening to a lot of bachata, a lot of Dominican music. And it was really nice because it just reminds me of like growing up when we're like cleaning the house, when we're having fun, like all the times that we're just kind of hanging out, like that was her go-to music. So it was really nice to kind of get back into that. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Okay, let's go back to this Afro beats because I've been this has been yeah. coming up a lot. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's been that coming up a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I'm it. So I know I'm not gonna act like I listen to it. I know that I, I like Tim's. When okay. I heard when I very first heard an album of hers, I'm like, who is this? I love mm-hmm. her. Um but like I don't know. I need I need a list. Y'all need to send me a playlist or something Ooh, so I can get into it. it. Yeah, Coffee is another good one. Coffee, yes, she's pretty good. She's yeah. you probably seen her. You probably recognize her face before you recognize like her name. Uh huh. But um, she's very very good like as well. Um, I kind of want to say like the best way to kind of find it like whether you're on Spotify or Apple Music, just kind of put in Afrobeats and kind of it'll put like a nice little mix to it. Um, okay. 
I will say I was a little bit familiar with it. And then I had a friend that was from Ghana and he's really into Afrobeats. Okay. If, if I'll mention like a with his, yeah, that's cool, but go back and listen to this album and this album. So uh-huh. I, I thought, so I kind of had somebody that will pull me in like to it. But once you kind of, you know, just put it in your Spotify, your Apple yeah. music, and then it's going to kind of just tune yeah. You know, yeah. So then you'll kind of figure out like what you like, what you don't like, like, but. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'm that you'll really like to. that. Listen, it's probably gonna boost my mood. I'm about to get in there and be, I'll be like, y'all done clean right, the gutters. Right, you on the beach. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna be around yes. here cleaning up everything. I done clean the gutters, the fans. I done hit the <laughs> Listen, winding. <laughs> winding right. while you doing it. <laughs> with my, with my, j- <laughs> okay alright so that's that's nice thank y'all for sharing that with us I'm gonna have to get that added to my playlist alright so next is I think you guys already touched on it a little bit but I'm gonna see if you know you guys have anything else you wanna identify my ancestors made me do it and again mm-hmm. you know this segment is just saying something that you felt spiritually in- inclined to say um, I would say something that my ancestors made me do is I kind of reconnected with my dad and how it came about was because I never really had a great relationship with my dad, but I kept having like <laughs> dreams and in my dreams, like my grandmother that passed away, she was having like a Sunday dinner and she would invite my dad over and my dad would embrace me and Jasmine and he would just say like he was so happy that he reconnected with us. And then a few months prior, I've reconnected with my aunt, which is his sister um, that lives in Vegas. And she's been like, you know, trying to urge reconnection. So one day, you know, I I consistently kept having the same dream. So I told, I called Jasmine one day and I was like, I think I'm gonna call dad because she called him and had a conversation with him a month ago and she said it went well. And I always, I'm not going to lie, Jasmine's the more level-headed one of the two of us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the firecracker. So I always say like, well, you call him and then based upon how y'all conversation go, then I'll jump in. (laughs) So I cause she was like, yeah, you should do it. And then not long after I got off the phone with her, a family friend said that she saw him at a store. So I was like, you know what? My mama ain't raised no bitch. I'm a call him. So <laughs> I, I called him and I probably had one of the most transparent and calmest conversations I've ever wow. had. With him. And I was like, damn, this just feels different. Uh, and we had a good conversation. We didn't talk long, maybe around like 10 minutes or so because he was at work. But he was very shocked that I called him. Like uh-huh. I, at first, I called him and I left a message saying who I was. Yeah. And when he called me back, he was like, "This is Chelsea." Like, he, Chelsea? <laughs> right, like he, he had to double check that it was me because last time we talked, we left off on horrible terms. Oh. So that's what some of my ancestors made me urge to. Awesome. It, it felt good. We'll see what happens because I, you know, I don't know if it'll be a consistent thing or not. But yeah. it was a good conversation to have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely say, um, you know, it's the start of spring, you know, start of the equinox and spring equinox. And just um, I always like to tell everybody, you know, it's a good time for rebirth and renewal. So um, you are not your mistakes. Every day that you wake up here is a day to start a, a new day, um, a, a new journey um, and to forgive like yourself, to love one like yourself. Um, and then, you know, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I know that sometimes a lot of people go through 
um, depression when it's, you know, winter, going in like the spring, um, just to in, enjoy life. You know, it's okay to heal. It's okay to mm. do all those things, but it is your birthright to enjoy, to have joy, to have happiness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to reach a certain level to be able to enjoy happiness, love, enjoy whatever that it is. Um, just be you and let it be a rebirth for any and everybody uh, for this new life season. So Yes. Um, wishing abundance and prosperity on everybody this season. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Yes, girl. I started meditating while you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I was love beautiful. It. That was beautiful. <laughs> Mel, come on. How, um, if I can be honest, joining this podcast was something that I felt like I was moved to do recently. I in the past have been like, I say I'm like the queen of analysis paralysis. If I don't know how something is going to turn out, I'm really hesitant to try it. And I feel like recently I've been um, trying to have more of a movement to just say yes to do things and just trying stuff. You know what I mean? I want to have more stories of things that I've tried. Like who cares if it worked out, if it didn't. So in general, I've just been adding more to that list and this is one of them. So I'm glad that I'm trying it. Awesome. We are awesome. happy that you're here. Let let yes. fair <laughs> use us at your at show whatever you want. We got it. <laughs> okay, that is beautiful, lady. I'm sorry. Like I needed all of that. All of that I needed it. Bring it to me. I have definitely been going through a very rough time with my mental health lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to stay the course. So I'm trying to mm-hmm. stay on the path, of, mm-hmm. you know, on this journey. So, but I needed every bit of what y'all just said. So thank you. So that's what my ancestors just made me do. <laughs> 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 ooh, okay. I know we said we weren't going to do it, Chelsea, but ooh, you had, we went there. <laughs> yeah, we did. So speaking of that, because for me, that right there just felt like love. And this episode is the guide to loving the black woman. And it's important. It was important for me and Chelsea to kind of produce this show because we are black women and we are black women. Y'all already know what that anybody here, right. when you hear that, you mm-hmm. automatically know what that means for us. Yes. And I wanted us to have a platform or a space to say what it is that we need, what we desire and be okay with saying that because we're not always, not all of us are always comfortable saying what we need or asking for what we need and even what for what we want and what we desire because we feel or we've been taught that we are not worth it. Right. So that is a perfect opening to this show, the guide to loving the black woman. And the first, like we, where we have to start, where I want to start is us identifying, like what does love look like to you or what does it feel like to you? And just what I just experienced, the universe definitely giving something back to me that I, I know that I needed, but I wasn't going to necessarily ask you guys to provide to me. Like that was love, like that feeling felt like love. So I wanted us to kind of like take a moment to see if we each can kind of be able to verbalize that euphoric feeling of love. Do we know what, can we say what it feels like to us and what it looks like? I want love to feel like to me as equivalent as to us, like a woman coming home from a hard day of work and popping that bra strap. 
I want it to be <laughs> not the moan. Yes, I, I, right. Like uh, I'm home. Yeah. I can talk raw. I can be authentically myself. I can be my mm-hmm. most comfortable self yeah. without any judgment. I want that to be my safe space. Yes, you know yes. that's what love feel like me. It's a safe space for me to be mm-hmm. my 100 authentic self with no yes. judgment. And I want a man to be able to see me even on my ugliest days and be like, you know, that's 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 fate right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I, I felt that. I felt yeah. that. Ladies, please jump in whenever y'all feel yeah. like it. Uh, Chelsea took the words, of course, out like my out of my mouth. But yeah, safe. When I think of love, I think of being safe, um, being comforted, and um, also with my partner allowing that for him to do the same, like for me. So for me to be his safe space and for him to, you know, for me to be his peace and vice like versa. Um, love for me is also consistent. Um, mm-hmm. Something that how Chelsea says is not going to change when, you know, as black women do, we have this strong armor that we have to have when we go out into like the world, you know, um, we got to be super woman. Um, we got to do every like thing. And for me to be able to, come home to my partner or even to myself so we know that love doesn't have to be with a partner even to ourselves that I could mm-hmm. take my armor off and be who I am to be free uh to cry or whatever I need to do and be supported and it be consistent mm-hmm. and for it not to abandon me like as well it's, you know yeah. something that is my safe place and that's gonna love me through everything through the everything. as and flow of life is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what that feels like for me yes yes mm-hmm. I would say for me um I feel like I have a lot of similar views as far as love is something that makes you feel safe that makes you feel comforted um I think something that I would like to add is that love is also somebody who pushes you to be your best mm, yes. because it's Absolutely. not always good to be comfortable like sometimes you do have True. somebody who has to hold you accountable and mm-hmm. I want somebody who's able to do that in the way that mm-hmm. I'm able to receive it the best yes. so I want to yeah. have a good match Absolutely. on what that is say um, that say that again that i am able yeah. to receive yeah like, yeah because i think we that's also important right like love languages and all of that you have to find people who are able to do things in the way that you receive and the way that makes the most sense to both of you mm-hmm. so right. mm-hmm. absolutely like the piece of holding you accountable and just um for me i'm an adventurous person so it's something that looks like somebody who's willing to try new things with me I want mm-hmm. a partner who's willing to go to different places to whatever it is that comes to our mind. Like I want both of us to be coming up with new things that we want to try. Yes. So that I think about the love that I have with my family, with my friends, and I want a lot of the core similarities, but those are the two things that I feel like I would want to add on to somebody that I'm viewing as a romantic partner. Okay. Okay. And when it, when it comes to love, being because we gotta we gotta I don't want to say we ain't gotta dumb it down we don't have to dumb it down for them but we have to put it in a logical sense for men to understand yes yep exactly because we speak two different we languages. speak two yes, different languages how has that journey been for you ladies what has that been like can you detail um yeah I was saying earlier you know um I've been single for a a little bit uh been a dating but yeah, when you're in dating, when you're dating, and of course we're older now, we're asking the important questions like what your love language is and all like that. And 
when you're having these conversations with men, you just find out that we just speak totally different languages. Um, I mean, something just as simple as a sentence or about, you know, what you want can be misinterpreted into something totally different for the other um, partner. Um, so basically how you guys were saying um, to take enough time to actually know, you know, what each partner means when they say these things. Um, and I feel like also it's important to give each other a time to process that. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes mm -hmm. you meet people, how we say they're totally different like from you. And uh, when someone loves you and they're trying to understand you, that doesn't happen. You got to give people time to process that, yeah. you know, to be able to reciprocate that like to you. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So for me, um, I'm finding out to be very patient. Um, and understanding that, you know, men doesn't speak the same way that we speak or want to yeah. show affection the same way that we do. And while I'm learning, whoever it is that I will be dating, that I have to be patient like with that mm -hmm. and allow him to be to be patient like with me, too, because I'm going to yeah. mess up, too. So, yeah, it's been, you know, when you're older, and you're realizing you mean, it's just totally different. Yeah. So, yeah. OK. All right. I, I, I definitely I understand uh, what you mean and what you're saying for me. Um, I had to, you made that revelation, which you were just speaking on. I have to realize that my journey and my process was mine mm -hmm. and my partner, his journey and his response to it is his. Mm -hmm. And he has a divine right to be exactly where exactly. he is. Exactly. And I can't force him to do things the way that I want him to mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I made that revelation it definitely was something that was very humbling because then you get to yep. thinking about processing how you have been handling it and then it's like damn I should be embarrassed that was that is a mess mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so holding myself to that high level of accountability because I do have a partner who we are both really good at holding each other accountable mm -hmm. almost I feel like we do it hyper yeah we do it too much <laughs> but I am now understanding of his process is his process and mine is mine. And just because they are different, that does not mean that we can't, you know, coexist or we cannot work together for the same result, you know? So it's multiple ways to get around to doing something. So that right. definitely is a, is a revelation of, of just my own accountability and just being patient and giving people, showing people the same grace that I give myself. Um, I would say the same to piggyback off you saying um, mm -hmm. just accountability um, yeah. where I'm at is where I'm at and where he's at is where he's at mm -hmm. and sometimes the right way is not always my way and then also like I also need to relinquish uh, control a little bit mm -hmm. I oh, feel yeah. like I try to like steer control um, so it's just more about me really being patient and being respectful to that other person's journey as well. Okay. Yep. Okay. Sense. All right. And did you have something? You said my way is not always the right way. And talk about a lesson I am learning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I said I was a Virgo, right? <laughs> I would say for me, love is definitely like, it's been a learning experience. I'm 27. I feel like I'm still young. I'm learning a lot. Right now I'm currently single. Um, I have been dating over the last couple of years and I feel like I definitely learned a lot about, like at first I will say that I was a little bit frustrated when my last relationship ended, but I feel like 
recently I'm coming to terms with things a little bit more and I'm learning that like making sure that I'm choosing people based off of what we're doing now and not so much potential for things later is really, really important as well as uh, making sure that I'm making my needs well known and making sure that they're important from the beginning. So I just feel like I'm still learning a lot, honestly. I'm not, um, I don't have a lot of like negativity towards anything. I'm open to whatever's coming towards me, mm-hmm. but I just feel like we'll see what happens. I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then I don't want to assume anybody's uh, sexual orientation. So if you guys, does anybody want to put that out there before we move forward? Cause I do have questions that um, are like specific. Um, I love men and all of men. This this penis. Okay, got it. Uh, do you like it? Is that rubber? That glass? No, the real, no, the real thing. Mm -mm. No, thank you. Okay, okay. (laughs) For the purpose of the podcast, yes, men. It's specifically what we're talking about. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, call me on guard. Sorry. Um, Yeah, men. No, okay. Okay. No, I heard. Her comment was so intriguing. Yep, I got you. Okay. 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 Yeah. So then my. Okay. My my next (laughs) my next question is specific to I guess heteronormative views. Okay. Um. So. The question is, oh my God, y'all, I'm cracking up from the inside. I'm so sorry. I gotta, I gotta let this. I gotta let this. I'm sorry. That I love how you. Melissa said that. I love how Melissa said that. For the like, purpose of this podcast, <laughs> I'm going to say the way she said it, and I knew what she meant was this most professional. <laughs> and, she, and she stunned me so bad. I'm like, I do like men, right? This is the purpose of this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, y'all. Come on. Ooh, one band, one sound. One band, one sound. Pull it together. Okay. Um, when it comes to you being in a relationship with a man or any man, your future man, a past man, what do you? What did you want them to know, or what do you want them to know about you when it comes to loving you? How you need to be loved. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Say for me, for um, me, I'm 32, and the last time I've been in a relationship was in my 20s. So um, definitely want my partner to know that you know, patience with me. Um, a lot of things have happened in my 20s to shape my views to where I'm at now. Um, be honest, got a little PTSD from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, as long as you reciprocate your love and energy, like for me, I will do the same. But you know, you've got to be patient, like with me. I'm learning, I'm healing every like day, and yeah, just be patient and consistent, like with me. And um, mm. I think that's a big misconception with me being single and dating. You know, a lot of uh, men may not understand why you have your guard up or. Mm-hmm. why you're not being vulnerable and why you're not doing like this and um you know just be patient and consistent and when I will open up which will be at the right timing as long as you're coming from a genuine space to have good intentions that it will happen so mm-hmm. um those are my two biggest things okay with my future partner will be 
Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think my um, advice for my future partner would be is what Jess said is patience, but also communication is really key with me. You have mm-hmm. to clearly communicate with me. I am naturally an overthinker. I'm such a logical mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. that if one well, plus yeah. one don't equal two, you cannot convince me that it's <laughs> yeah. equals three. Yes, like yes. it just you, mm-hmm. you have to be very specific and clear with your communication with me. Mm-hmm. If not, it, it, we just, it's, it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. I can't have somebody that can't have tough conversations. I don't yeah. shy away from tough conversations. I don't want anybody else to shy away from tough conversations and I think tough conversations what is also what makes a relationship it's mm-hmm. those things that are uncomfortable to talk about yes yes mm, that's beautiful yeah that's definitely that's like that's key for mm-hmm. me too Chelsea I yeah. to talk about that what yeah. about you Mel? um I would say something that I want my I guess future partner to know um I think that communication is definitely something that is a really big one for me And I would say, like, honesty is really, really, really a big thing for me. So Mm -hmm. when it comes to a relationship, I want to have a relationship where I can feel comfortable being honest with you about everything, good things and bad things. And I know that those, a lot of times, will bring up tough conversations, but it's really, really important to me that we're able to have them because I can tolerate a lot. I'm really understanding when it comes to a lot. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to me not understanding where you're coming from, not like if I'm questioning your intentions, your motive on something, like it's really difficult for me to keep being your ride or die. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I just feel like as long as we're, you know, we can be honest with each other, like we'll figure it out. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Mine would be. No, go ahead. I say it's sad that we have to mention honesty um, mm-hmm. as a part. You know, you would just assume that, you know, if you were taking your time and investing into me as I am in you, that you would be honest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but how male like family, that's unfortunately something that you have to say up like front is to be, be honest. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's definitely yeah. a good point. A lot of people just assume that people are and they're not. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know there's going to be stuff I don't want to hear, but at the end of the day, right. it's going to come it, out either absolutely. way. Exactly. So exactly. I'd rather yeah. hear from you than hear from somebody else. Yeah. 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 For me, my honestly, to be 100% transparent, it would have been to, so before I got, I'll say before I got into the relationship, I'll say it would be, please do not disturb me if you are not intending to stay for a while yes yeah. mm. don't um, deserve my peace yes you're not saying in the video you're not yeah, yeah because i promise you that i will love you through anything i promise you i can guarantee you that but i cannot take somebody disrupting my peace mm-hmm. or disrupting me from my peace and taking advantage of that. I cannot yeah. afford to lose my mind again. Like yes. I would, that would Absolutely. that will be in bold print. Bold print. That will be in bold print. Um and I've been really blessed that that hasn't been the case for me in this new relationship that I'm in. Uh but I know that those were my those were my cries and those were my prayers 
you know, before I even got with my boyfriend and he came out of nowhere. <laughs> he just came <laughs> out of nowhere. Definitely. So yeah, oh, that was, yes. Thank y'all for sharing that. That's, that was be all beautiful. I wanted to, um, we talked a little bit about the nature versus the nature. The, or we, we can go on, dive deeper into it. What are y'all views and y'all ideas around that nature versus nature? Or nature versus nurture. I'm sorry. Lord. <laughs> I ain't gonna I can neither conform. I can neither confirm or deny that an edible is has kicked in. I can't. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So, <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay. So yes, the nature versus nurture. What is y'all what are y'all views? How do you guys what does that look like for you? Especially in your relationships. Um, I feel like nurture is definitely, I guess, more of what I think of because as I get older, a lot of things just from being raised as, you know, as a child and then in general from relationships that I've had, mm -hmm. things that I've experienced, both good and bad, are definitely shaping the way that I look at relationships moving forward. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I have certain core beliefs because I am who I am as a person. So that's my nature, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I think that the things that I've done so things that I've seen that you know with partners that I've really enjoyed the patient I'm I can be a little bit argumentative if I can be honest mm -hmm. so I've noticed mm -hmm. that I do really well with men who are calm men who don't like to argue at all men who will completely shut it okay. down if I start to argue you know things that I've noticed yeah. I'm like okay these are things that I need to pay attention to these are things that I need to kind of focus on in the future Mm -hmm. um, and then I feel like, you know, with negatives, of course, everybody has their thing. So I feel like I have my flags that I've started to notice where I'm like, hey, you tend to go towards that. Like you need to do a little bit better mm -hmm. next time. Don't go for what's exciting right away. Like pay attention to what you need long term. Mm -hmm. So I definitely feel like nurture plays a big part in my views on relationships and yes, that I'm going to be looking for in the, in the future. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. Huh, I had to sit and think on this a little bit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, like, like Melissa said, I've noticed things about myself, just like she said, that I can be. I don't know if I don't, I don't know if I'm necessarily argumentative, but I know that my delivery is raw, mm. and <laughs> like yeah. it, it, it's not argumentative, but it, it's 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 very raw and uncut. So, um. So I, I'm starting to notice things about myself um, that I catch myself in the midst of like, hey, 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 that's that you doing that thing again. <laughs> um, but like she said, that there's definitely things um, that I've grown up with or core values or beliefs that definitely um, I see as a certain way in, in a relationship. But I also um, is big on nurture as well, just because um, with today's society and what love has continually um, evolved, that times have changed, um, things evolve, you evolve as a person. Um, so I guess it just also just depends upon their relationship and its needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm a little bit um, complicated <laughs> when mm -hmm. I come to these two things. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know because you know I was raised from a standpoint that was pretty different so you know I was raised from a single mother so the softness of things of that nature I didn't grow up with so we was growing up to we got to work we got to do this we got to be strong mm -hmm. we got to be all like this and then 
with me being single and me evolving into my 30s, I kind of like, I kind of want to drop my independence a little bit. I want to go back to that nature. I want to be soft. I want to mm. you know, be able to protect like, my feelings. And I think a lot of black women, we go through that. We have mm-hmm. to be strong all the time. And mm-hmm. wants to have a partner that is uh, able to provide and protect us, but we don't know how to do it because we've been strong for all this, like, this, this long time. And yeah. a lot of men that's like that, are not patient with us sometimes when it comes comes to us doing like that and that's my biggest thing I tell whoever my future partner to be I'm like be patient with me I want to be patient but I don't know what that looks like Uh, I come from a household where a woman was everything so I want to be these things but you know be patient and Mm -hmm. um, my past experience I do uh, benefit from a a male that's logical that you know Mm -hmm. can keep me accountable like as well because me and Chelsea are the same she's a little bit more blunt than me but I'm an mm-hmm. overthinker yeah. stuff not adding adding up I'm yeah. that random person where I'm like yeah so what you said Tuesday don't really make sense yeah. so she's doing yeah. that back for me I'll be having to reel her in yeah, yeah like <laughs> be- that back for me and, and you know and I, I need somebody to just you know mm-hmm. be patient and but keep me accountable like keep me steady yeah. but also to progress with my future partner I want him to be vulnerable too and mm-hmm. yes. that's hard for a lot of black men cause especially black men but you know men period but especially black men because they don't feel comfortable they don't feel uh, safe yeah. sometimes to be vulnerable with us or with any with, with anybody and I feel like mm-hmm. um, when a man is not comfortable if I'm not his safe place if he can't be honest and express his feelings like to me yeah. That's gonna throw me. That's gonna throw me off, and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, maybe he's not that serious, like, um, a, about me. How can I be something more to you if you're not, you know? So, um, it's hard. Like, I, I do benefit from those nature things, but I see myself with my future relationship that roles can be like reverse. I want him to yeah. be as, vulner- as vulnerable just as me. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. It, it's very you know complicated. Like with me, I wish I had a straight answer for it, but yeah, right. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get it. For me, it's just simply, I just need there to be a balance in my feminine with a mm-hmm. balance in his masculine. Yeah. Um, I need you, like you said, also to be patient. Um, also, you know, make sure that you humanize our experiences because, you know, yeah. men are highly logical. We can yeah. be highly emotional. And, and yeah. I feel like finding that, 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 the happy place is about finding the happy medium between logic and emotions. Um, And I think that it's just really, really, really important to just have all of those things balanced. Like where I am like, you know, less logical, you know, meet me where I'm at and where you're less emotional. Let me meet you where you at. So we can give each other different perspectives so we can be looking at the total picture when we're solving Mm -hmm. problems when we're dealing with each other and, you know, just making big, you know, decisions. So that that's where I, what I would say, that's where I fall in that nature versus nurture. That's a perfect word balance. I love that. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so we're now moving. We're moving on. Um, Chelsea, you mentioned your father earlier, and yes. I kind of want to ask that because we are we are all b- black daughters. And mm-hmm. how did your relationship with your how do you feel like your relationship with your fathers or our fathers has impacted our love lives? Um, I think in a way it keeps me guarded. Um, mm-hmm. to give you some like I never really had a great relationship with my um 
dad and then when he did try to reach out to me in high school we were cool for a while mm-hmm. and then we got into this big blow up mm-hmm. and my and to put more in perspective my dad is a male Aquarius and I want mm. you to sit that. <laughs> I want that to sit and rivet in your soul. Okay. <laughs> uh, Aquarius. Aquarius. And I'm a and I'm a female Aquarius. So not mm. only are it's it's more of a budding of heads. We're, mm-hmm. we're budding up heads. And I think that puts me a lot on defense mode because I feel like I can't I have to feel total comfort with somebody for me to fall into my feminine. Mm. And I used to blame myself like, oh, I'm coming off maybe as a little bit masculine. But then I told myself like, no, it's my instincts. It's my gut kicking in. Like, you don't feel comfortable with this person. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you're not falling into your feminine. Yeah, you got to honor it. Yeah. And, and it's more like I was trying to force something that wasn't there. And I, I feel like that relationship with my father with people like with abandonment that it makes me I release quickly like the the slightest thing used to throw me off like if somebody did something wrong with me boom I disconnect I feel nothing I feel nothing and still to this day I still try to control that just because I but I sometimes it makes you feel numb because and I'm like don't start doing it Chelsea don't start and that's soon I'm like bam I and Jasmine even asked me like what happened to so-and-so who <laughs> she gotta explain it. Like she gotta give you a whole book of like, like, yeah. right. I'm like, right. I'm like, oh, he, he's not here no more. <laughs> like he's not here. No more. Yeah. So I think that's for me. It, it because of that relationship, with my father, it, I don't attach one to things quickly, okay. and I release quickly. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. I was kind of, I was kind of build on that. Chelsea, you know. With her being, I also say with her being a clearest me being cancer, I'm a little bit more emotional than her, but um, abandonment for me is a big thing. Uh, like how Chelsea said, I'm pretty guarded. So I don't allow anybody, you know, especially in my early 20s, to get close to me, um, you know, um, for the fear of them abandoning me in the uh, future. Uh, and also in my 20s, I, I will say, before I got into my serious relationship in my 20s, I was. You know, I was pretty much a, a savage. I mean, to say like the least. I yeah. I didn't feel anything. Like you know, if if I wanted to fuck you, I'll fuck you like a, a, a few uh-huh. months. And, and, and I'll be honest with you, and like a, and let them know I'm gonna get bored like with you. Yeah. And when I get bored like with you, if you don't accept that, I'm going to go. Yeah, and that's when it, it normally happens. And then I, you know, I got into a relationship for eight years and was pretty toxic and. It kind of was the opposite. You know, I was, I dated someone Mm -hmm. in my eyes. I was like my father. And I try to hold on to that. No matter how toxic it was, I try to hold on like to that uh, Uh, for the fear of it like banning me. Yeah. You know, when my daughter got involved and it's like, oh, I can't have her deal with what I have to go through. So no matter what you do, like you had to be in this household because she's not going to go through what I go through. Not knowing that that's doing the reverse and still hurting her. Um, you know, as like possible. So, um, it yeah, flipped. I went from a savage and I went from finding someone like my dad and I tried to hold on like to him to make sure my daughter didn't go through that. Uh-huh. And it took for a spiritual awakening for me to happen like in my late twenties to finally choose me. Yeah. And to, well choose me and my a daughter and you know, actually left that 
and um, that's some healing for uh, me. And, you know, now in my 30s, you know, I still have a little bit of things. Um, I still got my guard up. I don't really um, allow myself to have someone get that close to me yet. Yeah. I'm an, I'm an overthinker. So everything is like a, a chess game uh-huh. for me. So in order to not get played or get abandoned by any man, how my father did, I got to be more like a um, petty. So any mind games that you're playing, I want to be even better. Or if you mess up within a month's time, as mm-hmm. Chelsea know, I've been dating for the past what, two years. I don't know if anybody made it more than a month. If, wow. if, if I see some red yeah. flags, if I see that, yeah. no. Same, okay. same for me. No, and, um, and I'm not going to lie. I don't make it no better. Because when she be breaking up with somebody, I'd be like, just like that video she posted, why have one bitch when you can yeah. have five? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so Chelsea is different. Chelsea don't care. I mean, it's, it's, it's been somebody like, it's people that I was really, really like, and I'll be Chelsea like, cancer stuff. Like, damn, I really wanted him to be. Like, you know, he could have uh-huh. lasted a little bit longer. And she like, you know, unfortunately, because we're going through the same father issue, she's kind of like, fuck that. No, you about to get, get like somebody else. Why you not? So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm being honest. So whenever I meet yeah. new, new people now, I'm like being honest, and I'm letting like them know, hey, this is the stuff that I'm going through, and it can scare people off. But yeah. whenever like it scares off, not you're not supposed to be, be be with me anyway. But mm-hmm. uh, just let them know, hey, this is what I'm going through, and honesty is, and consistency is important for me because of this. And if you don't do this, then this is what's going to happen. So yeah, it affected me a lot. I mean, both of us a yeah. lot. So. Wow. thank you for sharing that and I'm, I'm happy that you guys are aware of those things because a lot of us are not aware and we don't even know where to start our healing process because of that mm-hmm. so that's beautiful and that's really a blessing that you're able to articulate that and thank you so much for sharing it exactly and therapy yes. I don't mean Chelsea hasn't been but therapy has definitely been an eye opener like for me uh-huh. um, therapy and then unfortunately having a daughter that's kind of going through the same situation that I going through is an oh, eye open like yeah. for me that that has you look at things in a totally different like perspective and trying to be a better woman and person for her yeah so she can break the cycle like as well so yeah. I would say that that helps well that's beautiful Mel yes so I personally do have kind of a difficult relationship with my father I grew up with both of my parents. They got divorced um, my senior year of high school, but they honestly, from everything that I saw, had a really difficult marriage. And I feel like that has played a big part in my romantic life um, up until maybe like the last year or two, to be honest, because I think that I've been really avoidant of more serious relationships. I had one serious relationship when I was in high school, and after that, I've just kind of like kept it like I've kept people at more of a distance. Mm-hmm. I think that I've been really hesitant to get into a serious relationship because when I think of serious relationships, when I think of marriage, I think of a lot of struggle. I think of arguing. I think mm-hmm. of like um, being drained. You know what I mean? Just a lot yeah. of things that I'm just like, I'm not looking forward to any of that. Yeah. But I would say, um, like I was talking about in my nurture answer, like I've had a lot of good experiences too that I feel like make me, especially in the last year or two that I've learned, it's not necessarily, like it's really about the person that you choose. It's about the things that you allow in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's about, you know, honoring yourself and that's yeah. everything. So 
Um, right now I'm just like on a journey where I'm like, I'm making myself as happy as possible while I'm single. If a partner comes into my life, then I'm happy for it. I'm looking forward to it. But I'm also not trying to actively look. I'm actively just trying to make my life as full as possible. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, and that's, so. and that's when the best things happen. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm the same like way. That's that, that's when the best things happen. And just loving like when you, you, you're growing like yourself, and that's when the divine timing happens, and that brings your partner. I'm, yeah. I'm the exact same way. I feel like single is so much better when you have no expectation of forcing something like that, and letting yes. it happen when it happens. Absolutely. Yes. I literally just a month ago said I'm about to start dating. Oh. Stop, stop dating. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> it's it's pissing shit like in that dating pool. Right? But I'm like, not gonna lie. Something has swung back around for me that I always felt that was for me. Um, I'm not gonna speak on it soon. Ooh. Just soon, but I'm gonna let you know. If this shit pans out to Winsby, I'm shutting my whole hot girl summer ah! down. <laughs> Wrap it up. Shut it the fuck down. And I'm just letting y'all, I'm putting it's it out there right now. It's a fucking oh, rap. Well, I guess this is a secret because I didn't know. So I'm just so uh, so yes, you did. You just not you just not thinking hard enough about it. Oh, okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh-huh. See? Uh-huh. I'm, I, coming out. I will, I'm telling you, I will shut this shit down. I will pack my bags. And I'll be out this bitch. Yeah. That, that's how that but I'm gonna okay. we're gonna see where this goes. Man, okay, y'all. <laughs> Listen, positive vibes, positive vibes. Right, exactly. I love it. Positive vibes for sure. I hope that yes. hope that I mean it it is. Whatever is meant Yes. For you. It's yes, gonna yes, happen. Yes. It's gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen. And I'm excited. Well, I'm just I'm, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because your sister like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I the podcast for me. Man. That's how Jasmine. I already tell Jasmine this, and Jasmine like, "Well, what's she talking about?" I'm like, "You got to think about." It. I'm like, I've already, "I've already told, discussed this with you and Mariah." So, okay. Ooh. Uh, just, okay. Just basically saying that the hot girl summer is gonna be me and meet me alone. That's fine. No, That's I'm okay. gonna participate in some activities, but some okay. activities are she gonna make me restricted. Early. Yeah, I might be All right, like somebody fine. might be picking me up from a hot girl activity. When he exactly. say get in the motherfucking car, I'm getting in the motherfucking car. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Do not exactly. Mess, mess like your uh, blessings up. You do what mm-hmm. you got to do. Like that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm I feel strongly about this. I'm, I'm like strongly about this. I'm like Chelsea. Nah, we we can go. We just get picked up. You know? Right. We just get picked up. We going. We just get picked up. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. For me, um, my relationship with my dad. I've known my dad my entire life. Um, I'm blessed that's to awesome. be able to, you know, visit him every other weekend. Um, what's unfortunate is is you know when other things take what I'll say is because I don't want to I don't want to come out wrong Mm -hmm. Um, I needed a different type of love than everybody else in my house or in my mom's house and in my dad's house and what I'll say is nobody was equipped for that type of love that I needed mm-hmm. um, and that has impacted me and my relationships because sometimes I allow people to make me feel less than what I know I am mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. and I allow them to come in and take you know full control over things that they should have no censorship over mm-hmm. um, so 
it is definitely impacting me. I, I've gotten myself in a lot of situations where it allowed me to be used and abused by people. Yes. So yep. me, it, I had to heal some of that, of some of what I could heal from that because I knew that when I got into my relationship, I was not going to be dealing with anything of that nature like I've dealt mm-hmm. with in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, it, when I met my boyfriend, it was I was in a beautiful place, a beautiful space. Like mm-hmm. I was coming out of a break, out of a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. I was confident in myself. I was comfortable. I was just mm-hmm. free. I was just, oh my God. And he came out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. it he intensified that feeling. And I was like, wow, I've never had somebody just authentically 100% intensify those feelings for me. Because most of the time, there's somebody coming in my life and, oh, oh, that's not, that's what's wrong with you. Let me fix it. Oh, I can yep. do it for you. And it was none of that. It was none of that. This man needed nothing from me. Um, and so it was beautiful. Um, and so I'm happy to say that I've healed what I what needed to be healed so that I didn't go into another situation dealing with somebody taking advantage of me. So yeah, yeah, and that's and that's amazing, Mariah. I kind of just wanted to congratulate a lot of people. You know, have been through stuff. You know, me and other people as well. You'll meet that's been abused or uh, have low self like worth, and they won't love love again. They'll yeah. stay where they are. They'll stay mm-hmm. to themselves, yeah. or they'll damage other people's lives because of what mm-hmm. they've been through. So yeah. for you to take um, responsibility for your own healing and mm-hmm. started your healing journey and allow yourself to open and receive like this love from your current partner yes. that's amazing and it takes courage because a lot of people will not do that so yeah congratulations like to you like on that thank you i appreciate that i'm still a work in progress so thank you Always. so much everyone yes. is of course absolutely Absolutely. Yes. Being far along enough that you're able to choose a partner that you know is good for you, exactly. that you guys are balancing each other out, like that in yep. itself is a really big set. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We definitely, like uh, everybody else, got our things and we're mm-hmm. working through them. But of yes, course. I definitely thank you for that. Ooh, did everybody answer? Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> I just and listen, that came that's just something that came up because I'm like, okay, well, we mentioned fathers, and I think that's something that's very, very important that we can't ignore, especially that happens to in our black in the black community, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um, so us all being, you know, black daughters, definitely we that unique perspective. Um, even though it's the same for, you know, in some type in some form or shape, form or fashion. So that's really beautiful. I think my last, so I had two more points. Um, I wanted to talk about, this came up and is love performative? Let me just say it, is love performative? When you think about love and the expression of love, do you feel like it is performative? Can it be performative, if at all? I think so. I think that certain aspects of love can be performative. I think that part of being in a partnership is doing things that you don't necessarily want to do because it's going to please your partner. Not in a sense of something that makes you unhappy or uncomfortable, but in a sense of sometimes you're just going to be trying things. Sometimes you just need to be there for your partner. Are you necessarily excited about it? No. But are you going to give them your all? Are you going to be their cheerleader? Mm -hmm. Are you going to make sure that you're there for them in the way that they need you to be? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think that 
and even in relationships like with siblings, you know what I mean? Are there times where you're going to support your siblings and things that you don't necessarily agree or care for? Yeah, absolutely. But you love them. At the end of the day, you're going to support them in the things that they want to do. So it's your job to be that support for them. And as long as it's not something that's hurting them, it's not something that, you know, is damaging in any way. Like, yeah, I'm I'm here for you. I want to know. I want you to know that you have somebody that definitely has your back. I might yes. be bored, but <laughs> yes, 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 yeah, yes. yeah. To, to definitely piggyback off of what she said, um, there's definitely going to be certain things, you know, that my partner may be interested in doing or doing, and I'm of course just going to be naturally there for them, even if it's something that doesn't pique my interest. As long as it's not conducive to their health or hurting them, I'm going to support them. And I think that's just something that should be naturally expected. But I'm not going to lie. When she said, like, of course, it's the same thing with siblings. Jasmine would tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I ain't feeling it, I ain't fucking supporting it. <laughs> she, like, <laughs> she knows. Like, sometimes she even hugs back on telling me stuff because she already knows. I'm like, I'm so quick to say, fuck that nigga or fuck that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I am, I am not. And I, it's been times when Jasmine's been in certain relationships uh, and the one Pacific toxic relationship long that I, I thought was going to actually turn into marriage. And I'm so glad it didn't because I was already <laughs> telling my mom, like, I won't fucking go. I won't fucking go to the wedding. Like, I was <laughs> Count me out. Count me the fuck out. I'm not doing that shit. Like, but yeah, I definitely think it could definitely be performative. <laughs> it is and even my friends will tell you i'm like that yes. even my friends especially when it comes i'm so protective over my friends mm-hmm. and their relationships with other people mm-hmm. i feel like sometimes i have a higher standard for my friends and then they do for themselves mm-hmm. and when they be wanting me to like actually support them in something or in a relationship i'm like yeah i'm not it's it's just a tough love type of thing yeah. but in the end I'm always right about when I get a hunch feeling <laughs> about it I'm right <laughs> like, I'm listen right. I'm right like this is my intuition I ain't guessing this is my intuition <laughs> until somebody proved me wrong I'm right exactly <laughs> I love it for me, I would say, sorry, Jess. No, no, go ahead. Go, go ahead. So here mine was, love is a university. Performance arts is a college of that university. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, I think that there are some aspects of love, of love that are performative. That comes with giving, giving, surprising somebody with flowers, surprising somebody mm-hmm. with gifts, taking you out to your favorite play, Um Sitting in the car talking about that favorite play. Like, yes, it's a lot of performance. But sex, sex is a performance. So, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a wonderful performance. It's a warm, yes. wonderful that, performance. Yes. It's a wonderful performance when you're in the mood. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's Broadway. Right. It's <laughs> your time to shine, baby. Be prepared. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, all right, was that everybody? Oh, I will say, I mean, I agree with, you know, majority of everybody, you know, especially how Mel was saying, like, yes, um, it is performative. Um, when you're in a relationship, you want to do things that, you know, you don't want to do, but you love your partner that you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but how I think um, Mel had touched on it too, what I would say, as long as it's healthy. 
Um, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. As, as Chelsea knows me. Um, no shucking and jiving. Exactly. So when I, you know, when, whenever, when anybody can pierce through my guard and I can let them down, and Chelsea has seen it, I go out the way for everybody, you know, whether it's family, a partner, and everybody. Mm-hmm. And she has to check me all the time because she would say, well, are they doing the same like for you? Are they reciprocating what you're doing? Yeah. Um, are, are, are they, and, you know, I see that all the time. And I think uh, for me, I had, how she was thinking earlier, a toxic, toxic relationship to where I was losing my self and my identity because everything was about me supporting uh-huh. him, making sure that like he's doing it. And uh-huh. I was so blinded in the loyalty and performing and doing small things for him and doing everything that I'm not realizing that it's not being reciprocated to like me like as well. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it definitely is. I just always want to tell people to make sure, you know, that it's reciprocated once the post and uh, when it's yeah. not blocks of things getting into a toxic way but yes okay. I I agree okay thank you thank you thank you that was beautiful alright Waffle you have anything else no I think we good I think we done covered everything yeah we have and that, that was beautiful I wanted because I didn't want us to spend too much so much time because um, we, we can go on and on for hours about this topic um, and y'all know we trying to shorten up our episodes for y'all <laughs> <laughs> right. so it could be more easy for y'all to get through yeah um, but no I, I really love that we were all able to actually you know say what it is that we need be able to take accountability for the things that we needed to take accountability for and also acknowledge you know us and our desires that's really really beautiful so I'm really happy that you guys are you ladies excuse me joined me and Chelsea today I really appreciate it like it was so beautiful getting to hear some of those things from you and then it was everything I needed so I want to say thank you so much and I lend you my most humble and sacred ashe Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, you for ladies. having us. Like, like for having us and um, blessings to your podcast. I always tell you guys all the time how great this podcast is. And just keep doing what you ladies are doing. Thank, thank you for having us. Thank you. So this is the Guide to Loving the Black Woman Part 1. I will let you ladies know we are going to have a Part 2, but we're going to do it from a man's perspective. Ooh, we have some... Okay. Yes, we have some... Um, <laughs> that collective. <laughs> we, like, have, we have two special uh, male guest appearances that we're going to be uh, putting together. So I'm excited and I cannot wait. We might have to have y'all uh, sneak on and ask some questions. Ooh, I don't know. Might yeah. have Oh, you know that would be good. I'm here. That, nah, we should do that. That would be good. I'm okay. here. If y'all want to turn on like the cameras to see what they look like, we can do all. all that. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, Jasmine, we might have to do this in person. Oh, we, not talking about to start whole singing dating show. No, look, this just turned into a dating show real fast. It's a hot girl summer. <laughs> no, no, that's not what I have in mind. But, uh, <laughs> I will let y'all toy around with the ideas (laughs) well okay do you guys have any social media you guys want them to follow you on um my I guess you can follow my Instagram it's one dot in a million million but with an L for Mel okay that's cute I can type it (laughs) 
Uh, I'm pretty boring. So um, if anybody <laughs> wants to follow my Instagram, it's Miss with a Z Jazz 89. All right. And y'all know that all the information will be in our show notes. And I guess we are out of here. Is that it, Rock Flower? Yep. Until next time. All right. Bye bye. Bye.